Keep the change, you filthy animal. I'm Ryan Castle, and it is showtime. What's going on, everybody? Welcome once again to the Three Things About Podcast. I'm Ryan Castle, and we got a special little Christmas bonus gift for y'all today. We are going to break down Home Alone, a 1990 classic directed by Chris Columbus and also produced by John Hughes, starring Macaulay Culkin, Joe Pesci, Daniel Stern, Catherine O'Hara. There's a little uh, John Candy cameo in there for you. And I'm just going to say this. I think my all-time favorite Christmas movie. Now, there's a lot of debate that can go into that discussion, even within myself, but there is one debate that I will not stand for, and that is the debate where people like to argue that Home Alone is not a Christmas movie. To those people, i got two words for you. Get fucked! (laughs) Okay, this is not the way I want to start off this podcast. Not that aggressive, not this crude. But it is clearly a Christmas movie. The entire theme of the movie is based around Christmas, so I won't belabor that point. But it's all about a family trying to enjoy Christmas and one boy's struggle to do it on his own, even though he's only seven years old. Now, this podcast uh, was actually recorded two years ago when we did a Christmas edition podcast when I was joined with Jason Malabuyak and Greg Mestis, and we had a grand old time. You can find the episode back in the archives, but we broke down three movies in one episode. It was a little bit ambitious and thus created a bit of a lengthy episode. And at the time, I think it was actually the first time we ever did a movie review episode on the podcast. So I was still at the time early in my podcast life trying to figure out what I wanted this show to be. But now that we've kind of settled into a movie review style podcast and because I'm feeling a little bit of that Christmas spirit, I thought, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to break off the Home Alone portion of that episode And I'm going to make that a standalone episode because we go deep on Home Alone, probably plenty enough to make its own episode out of it, and we'll unfurl it right now. Now, this is not the traditional three things format because thing one in that episode was all Home Alone, but we discuss more than three things. So with that being said, let's go ahead and get into the 1990 classic film Home Alone right now. Hit me with that thing number one. Does Home Alone make you want to spend the holidays with your family more? Or does it make you feel like maybe spending Christmas by myself, not so bad? Well, okay, I'm going to go ahead and um, I'm going to put I'm going to move my first pawn out on the chessboard. Go diagonal with it. Yeah, I'm going to do the Sicilian. I'm I'm like Queen's Gambit right now. Here we go. And I'm going to say that I don't know if, like, that is a very specific demographic of American family that's featured in this film, right? Like, we have a very wealthy young man named Kevin who grows up... Kevin or Kevin's dad? Pretty sure Kevin's dad is the wealthy young man here. Well, I'm sure he's going to inherit something. That's another... That's a whole other thing. Which everyone has always talked about is how... Where did where did he get his money? Where's Mr. McAllister's yeah. money coming What's from? What's he yeah. slinging? Yeah. But so you know, obviously, like we can say that uh, that family was shitty. 
terrible that family. That was a fucked up ass family. Really bro. shitty family. family. And uh, just put so yourself in Kevin's shoes. In what Kevin's I, shoes. What, what you're it doing. makes you do that though. Like the yes. movie begins, it almost like forces you to like be like, "This is you. You are a seven year old boy in a family full of just shitty nightmare people. You got his crazy ass Uncle Frank, who's just the lowest piece of scum. Like nine thousand cousins just running around, and all of them are dicks to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And nobody has your back. No one. So. Is that not maybe for some people a metaphor of like, hey, you know that whole life thing you're working towards? This is what you got. A whole lot more of this bullshit as the ride proceeds. So you got to think there's got to be some people that have that kind of family that are like, you know what? I'm uh, I'm okay that uh, I can't make it back home this year because uh, my family kind of sucks. And every time I go back, I hate them. And mm-hmm. I just have a shitty time. And uh, maybe I'll do the, maybe I'll pull a Kevin McAllister and make this whole solo Christmas action happen. So maybe he's actually like inspiring people that watch it nowadays. That's a new way to look at it. We're like, okay, how can you go about it? Yeah. I think that um, there's a scene where he's at the, they're all eating, uh, you know, pizza or whatever. And he doesn't get his cheese pizza and his older brother... You know, it was like disgustingly shoving cheese in his mouth, bro. shoveling it. There's so many like early like that movie that like, grosses me out. Yeah. It's for some reason I don't know why. Everyone drink milk, milk with your pizza. Oh, God. Fuck what out of is here. that about this it's... fucked up ass? Family? Not Gulper. I'm sorry, Gulper. I'm sorry what? to interject, but that Please, was dude. appalling. It was disgusting. When's I, the last time you had milk and pizza? Fuck out of here. Wait, Gopher, Gopher was all about drinking the Pepsi. They were all like warning it. They oh, were, there was, there was some milk though. Yeah, there was some milk involved because it got spilled. He's but then him. his mom walks him up to the attic mm-hmm. and it's very routine. She's mm-hmm. like, you know what to do. Yep. Yeah. So it's like, I totally understand why this poor child, his, can you imagine if your mom just routinely said, get in the attic and I don't want to see you for yeah. the rest of the night. Dude, this poor kid, like... No TV, I, no nothing, bro. No TV. You and your thoughts. There's nothing cool in an attic to, like, chill it. Cold-ass attic. Unless you went up to the attic yourself to explore. And, like, you set it up yourself. Yeah. 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 If you're being told to go there, that's a bad place to be. But if you were like, oh, wait, I kind of want to see what's good with the attic. Like, I remember my grandma, both sides of grandparents, actually... Like designer they, attics? Cool attics because, like, they were in Ohio, and Ohio has cool attics. Like... The thing we're missing out here in California, we don't have basements, we don't have attics. We don't have shit. <laughs> we got we're some fucked things. over here we in got California. A beach got I'll take the beach over an attic. high rent. But, uh, yeah, and I remember their attics being cool with just, like, a lot of, like, just, like, stashed away stuff like you go through. But you don't want to be sent there, you know? So, yeah, Kevin was kind of over that. That pizza scene, though, man. Dude, that pizza scene. And then and then there's, like, the little thought bubbles of all the horrible people just, just saying how shitty he is. Yeah. Like, this poor kid, man. They're all glaring at him with like a look of just disdain. And, and his dad's like, or his uncle. Even his what did his uncle say? He's like, oh. "You're such a little jerk." I don't know what he says. Look one, what one you one did, one. you little <laughs> jerk. A little jerk. Kevin, you're such a disease. Like that's fucked. What up, a fucked bro. up thing to and say to your cousin. Would you ever call someone a disease? If one of my cousins called me a disease when I was seven, I would still remember it to this day. I think you're minus one cousin after that. And I would hold it against yeah. them. Kevin, you are such a disease. There are 15 people in this house, and you're the only one who has to make trouble. Look what you did, you little jerk. I made my family disappear. Yeah!
I like if I was hanging out with them now and we were like, you know, throwing down some fireball shots, I'd be like, yo, remember the one time when I was seven and you called me a fucking disease? Yo, fuck you for that a little bit, though. Like, I never forgot that. And then to him, it seems like that's just like another day in the life of the McAllister household. Yeah, and it's like, he's a rich little kid who's spoiled, but but then also he's just got such a terrible surrounding of human beings, mm-hmm. so it's like, he's a little shit, but I kind of feel really bad. They're like all the same person in that family. They're yeah. all a little spoiled. All his cousins are spoiled. Yeah. Buzz can shovel pizza in his mouth and then almost throw up, and then it's his little brother's fault. So look, I see both sides. I also see, in the beginning, I was kind of like, dude, Kevin's kind of a, like a little shit. Yeah. Yeah, because like no wonder you've been sent to the attic, you little fuck. That, but I also understand that your family is full of it's a fucking vicious cycle. idiots. It's just yeah. that it's a he that, is the scapegoat. He's yeah, the yeah, they use him as a scapegoat. Yeah. Which whereas he's but like there there is that scene when his mom's on the phone and he's just like being a little like piece of shit and like she's just like trying to get him to like stop bothering him and you're and like at that point you're like yeah Kevin like dude your mom's trying to have a conversation like stop pestering with your bullshit you know so. Once you see the way his family treats him, you're like, well, yeah, there's a well, lot of this shit is built up over no the years, wonder this you know? Guy's yeah. fucking rebelling. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Let's get to the question, though. I guess it depends on what family you're in, though, you know? It does. So, like, I think, actually, although the general point of the movie is to make you feel like you don't want to be home alone, because... Don't take, don't take your family for granted. Don't take your kid, family for granted. But let's be but real. fuck them that let's, night. All right, let, 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 let me do... <laughs> Give me a three-day vacation from my fucking family. Sure, let's do this for a for second. For making me drink milk with my pizza and shit. The reason <laughs> that Kevin's experience by himself became a shitty one was because these fucking robbers were trying to like break in if you took the robbers away let's look at kevin's experience by himself he got to watch all the movies he never got to see he got to have like ice cream sundaes like built up to the top of his fucking Dude, head he was like six pe- six pepsis it. deep passed out watching whatever the hell he wanted whatever he wanted and he displayed that he actually kind of even knows how to take care of himself he was doing grocery I, shopping and dude shit. i will say like I feel like he does better without he his does. parents and without anybody else. All he needs he is... He flourishes. He flourishes. <laughs> he grow, we watched him grow before our eyes. Yeah. Exactly. I have a coupon for that. What? He knew what the fuck? I've never used a coupon never in my entire life. never used a coupon in my life. Actually, online. Sorry. Whatever. Oh, uh, yeah. No, yeah but like promo codes. Promo codes. Promo codes. Promo code. Discount yeah, code. Yeah, yeah. That's the difference. Where's the, where's the, where's the castle merch at? Where's the three it's actually weird that when I shop online, I look for the promo codes, but like... Retail I get not. my entire life. I've gotten like coupons sent to my <laughs> house, but like none of them work. I've never like, expired. No, I've never bullshit. even bothered to try to cut that shit out. Like I'm like, it's, this is trash. So Kevin, as an eight year old, had to get by before the internet and retail me not for an orange juice coupon. A coupon for Tropicana. For bro. Tropicana, and yeah. you know what's funny is that cashier was the only adult. To question his singleness. She was nosy as fuck, though. Yeah, but as she should be. This is a fucking eight-year-old kid who's running around. There's been so many instances of where adults not asking oh, yeah. where, where you live. What's your address? What's your social? He was. She was the only one that was like, "Why?" She is was there the only. A, she was the responsible adult, though. No one. Yeah. The, she looked like a kid too. Though, the I old man in church when they meet up at church later on. I'm like fast forwarding pretty far, but That's okay. but like we the there. cops never. Even asked. him, he never questioned why he was That's there what I'm by saying. himself. No one asked. Although I will say, now that we're talking, that's a great point. Yeah. He's like, not, not where's your parents? I've noticed you around by yourself. How about, how about the two burglars running around in broad daylight in white snow? 
Yeah. <laughs> and how about the fact that I, I thought about this as I watched it last night. Okay. So many questions. So the, 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 the shovel man sees him in church, the and then they kind of get to man. know each other a little bit. And the shovel man turns out to not be like a homeless guy. That, Serial like, he, killer. He Serial has killer. a home. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, could they not have right then been like, oh, by the way, my parents uh, were out of town. Like, do you have like a place I could... I could stay because I'm by myself or something. Like hey, they you, could have worked something hey, you know out what? right that there. That shovel looks deadly. There's two guys that are trying to break into my house. Yeah. What do you say? Can you just protect it? Like he didn't I even gave bring you life saving advice with your son. You help me out with these. Right. Why saying? would you not bring up the whole robbers thing? And it and it could have actually been done because then he ends up saving him at the end. So like, why would he? And it's in somebody else's house. Wait, was it actually? Was it the <laughs> was it the shovelman's house that he runs shovel to? Shovelman's house. Okay, so he had that house the whole time. Why didn't they... Okay, why didn't they work Actually, that out? Actually, maybe it wasn't Shovel Man's house. I think it was. No, they flooded it with water. Because, no, that wasn't Shovel Man's Because house. they end no, up in somebody else's house. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And I think... And then and then he hits them with a the shovel because they're in his house then. Shovel, Man, shovel Man's house is clean because of all the salt. Yeah. Which, and by also, the way, just Shovel salt. Man's shovel is so fucking thin. He's yeah. not knocking anybody out with that thing. You know that scene where he knocks Joe Pesci out with a tiny little foil thing? Uh, shovel? He kind of hit him like. I don't think yeah, that would like, knock you out like it did him, but like in movies, like when you need somebody to get knocked out, it's like a WWE. Like when somebody gets hit with a championship belt, like they're out. But if that actually happened in life, they'd be like, ow, dude, what the fuck? You know, that was, really, you know, that was kind about, of annoying and rude. Yeah. Why did you do that? But you know, I really liked is, about watching Home Alone. I watched it, you know, recently with subtitles because that's what we do in 2020. And when he mumbles, it just says mutters. And he goes, like, just, can you imagine if they just let Joe Pesci cuss? Like, just say it, bro. This little fucking shit. I'm going to fucking split his fucking head open with this fucking... Crowbar that look I at got this guy. Look at this fucking guy. Look right at this fucking guy. It could right be here. argued oh, that Joe Pesci <laughs> is the best like mutterer in cinema history, though. Like he has a great mutter. Yeah, like, he's, when he mutters, he's, in some he's fucking in great. Yeah. Two points I want to make uh, that we just discussed on the uh, on the shovel man. Uh, one, when we were talking about him on the at the store. And they're all afraid of him. Actually, I'll go to the other one first. <laughs> oh, there's, there's so many. Oh, sorry, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. sorry. I'm sorry. And they first discuss him, and Buzz is pointing him out, and they're like, see that? He puts salt on the sidewalks every night. Yeah, because that's his job. It's icy it's on the sidewalk, and he's kind of helping everybody out. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I thought that it's was kind of a good dude. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, Somebody yeah. kind of needs to do that. Like, why does everybody look at him like he's a murderer when he's actually you like, see hey, that ribbon on his coat? It's because he's a good Samaritan. <laughs> oh. See that you pink ribbon? He hates breast cancer. Fucking guy. See that? He rakes the leaves off the sidewalk Fucker. every day. Some say it's because he just murdered somebody with that rake. It, he, he ends up not being a bad dude, and we know that, but. When Kevin is at the checkout counter and he first shows up and he, and he slams him, his hand down, he slams his hand. He comes down super aggressive. Dude, who slams his hand down? The like old that? man does. The yeah, old, the old shovel man. Oh, no, I know, but who does that? Yeah, right, but who right. does that? And he just glares at him like you don't glare at a seven-year-old boy like that. Like he tells him later, like, you oh, know the last time I slam a hand down like that with a fucking slammer on plain pogs. Right. That's the only time that makes sense. Take somebody's pogs. He slams his hand down. Trying to buy produce yeah and he stares at him with the fucking coldest glare and then kevin runs away and he he makes no effort to be like hey i'm sorry that was a little bit my bad no 
That was aggressive. No, You're I mean, a scary dude. I feel like he's enjoying yeah. his like scary old man vibe at that point. Like, yeah, because he, he, he's, he's like, heard the stories. He, well, first of all, I didn't I didn't even know that John Muir was still alive and they could cast him in a film. John Muir. You actually know the actor? Name. I didn't know that. <laughs> no, no, John Muir is... The, the, it's an old reference to a guy who like explored like Yosemite in like 1880s. He oh, looks no, like oh, him. Wow. He's like, oh, yeah. So for the two people out there that enjoyed that, For my two hiking enthusiasts out there, that one was for you. Um... <laughs> <laughs> What I wanted to say, there's so many. Somebody, on. somebody out there is like John Muir. <laughs> oh, he was bored as fuck in this podcast until that moment. Waiting for I the John Muir reference. I love reference. the fact that that was the most random fact, but I love it because little things like that is what keeps the world going. Right? Yeah, yes, it keeps man. the podcast is important. Going. Get out there and see the wild. Um, what I wanted to say that there's so many going on my theme of irresponsible adults. Kevin proceeds to ask it, is this a uh, toothbrush sponsored by the ADA? <laughs> She's so conflicted by this question, she doesn't ask where his parents are. That's another adult that doesn't question the adult. Herb, I got a question about a toothbrush. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. And then and then uh, he runs out, and then the cops, like, probably actually, like, doing important jobs, like pulling somebody over or something. Right. Just decides, oh, a child is running away. Just a fucking kid with a, a toothbrush. There's just so many terrible adults in 90s movies. Right. I and love all that. Irri- like, look, Who was the most responsible person in that movie? Kevin. 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 He was. Easily. Hands down. His parents. His parents alone. How and, do you get, and, and shovel guy. Okay. How do you get Outside from, of that, that, that counter slap. slapping. <laughs> yeah. He was, he was pretty. Yeah. Shovel he was sh- the one salting the sidewalks. <laughs> How come everybody's making him out to be a villain for that instead of being like, hey, thanks for protecting our community from slipping on the sidewalks every day. Thank you. Mm -hmm. They should be applauding that man. Think about how long and how many steps it takes to get from your house. I get the miscounted heads, right? Or the niece, whatever, was responsible for counting all the kids' heads. She counted the boy that was the neighbor. The the stupid kid, right? Also, um, let me just say real quick, wrong person to put in charge of that. Why is like a nine-year-old being put in charge of the well, head count? She was like 16, 15. Whatever. She, she, she was let's, let, If I'm a mom of a, of a like family like hot. that. She was 90s hot. 90s well, she hot. was like that weird, like, what's her age? I don't know, but Didn't she's kind of hot. She's probably like 37. Yeah. She's like probably, a good 37. Yeah. 37 playing 16. But how do they get from there all the way onto the plane without... There's so no many way. moments. Looking for your kids. Yeah. Right. I mean, I get the running. Because you're the, running late. Fuck Because you're running. Especially, Fuck. well, like, let's consider this. It's established early that Kevin is un- unmissable in that family. Everybody knows where he is at all times because apparently he's a nuisance. What does his mom tell him? There are 16 people in this family and only one something about we can't control oh, or something. You gotta be causing problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they gotta know where Kevin's at. And then... At the on they're on the plane, they're like, also, "Oh, what are we forgetting?" And she goes, "Kevin," yeah. and it's like, "Okay, well then, if oh, you were able to figure it out that quickly at that point, yeah. you never realized that Kevin wasn't in the car. I left the garage open. Oh. That's what it was. Well, surely super equal to leaving your son at home. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's like a subliminally they just want to get rid of Kevin. <laughs> they're trying to like the rest like of the family. We're totally cool with it. Buzz still doesn't flinch at it. He's like. First of all, I'm not that lucky. Like, dude, your brother might be fucking dead now. Your brother. And and your first reaction is, I'm not that lucky? Like, you truly are a piece of shit. Can I just pull this together really quick? Because I'm just thinking about everything we're saying is, I think Kevin is justified to having 
his own Christmas and yeah. being happy about it. I think I absolutely so think so. With this COVID season, would I be happy with my own Christmas? I I might be. If I'm Kevin, but yeah. I'm also thinking about my parents. I'm also thinking about I want my family to be safe. Yeah. But yeah. there is a little part of me that's like, hell yeah, like if I could just kind of do my own thing See, real quick. Fucking, yeah. I like you know that Home Alone is kind of like it's a different kind of Christmas like we're all having right now. We're all kind of probably not celebrating like we want to, right? With the family. Uh, Hopefully, our families aren't as terrorists like all these families. Yeah, I know. Hey, mom, what's up? Hey, what's up, grandma? (laughs) I mean, I I don't know. I think it was a great film. I think we learned a lot. Well, we you do learn a lot. I think John Candy. Uh, John I was Candy happy comes it. off you the bench. Also, all together? I love that. I love that she hip, she hopped a ride with John Candy in Scranton, Pennsylvania, Scranton. which happens to be where the office was. Yeah, I wonder if that's the reason they decided. Like, maybe there was like a young writer for Office that was like watching that, like Scranton. You know what I thought about? He was like he was like seven when he was watching. Yeah, I like that town. The amount of shit that the mom went through to to get. You're gonna say the same thing I was gonna say, right? She listen to the Kenosha Kickers and Polka yeah. Polka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Polka. She has to ride with them. She does like, like eight the flights. The big ass reunion. Eight flights. Yeah. She gave up five hundred dollars and earrings. Her earrings and her neck. Yeah, yeah. And fucking the whole nine. And who fucking shows up five minutes later? <laughs> this is exactly what I was gonna bring up. Yeah, no. All I, she had to do was wait. Was say, okay, I'll we'll take, take that flight, flight in the morning. morning. Yeah, yeah, but she did. She uh, look. She's a mom with her. I with get kid, that, but sometimes reason needs to take over, like panic. You know, like literally how about, five minutes how about, after how about, she gets hey, wait, there. But how every, about being? How about being Peter McAllister right there and be like, <laughs> I told you so. <laughs> oh, what a fucking told oh, so What a time to be alive. Yeah, but not told you so because she's like. You fucking stayed when you should have. Like you don't care about your son. You don't try to leave at the first job of the. Ch- you know he was I mean? being I smart. I can, I can he was. He was eight. Hey, we're smarter, he, not harder. He still hit that night, dude. He, <laughs> yeah, dude. He brought the whole family back. She wasn't expecting it. Yeah. I just love that that reunion scene too. And she comes home and she's like, Kevin. It's an emotional scene. It's a he's very like, emotional scene. He has a smile on his face. And then they rush together. And then literally thirty seconds later, he's alone again. <laughs> like they all go there. Nobody gives a fuck about him. Yeah. He's back to being a neglected youth. He has a moment with Buzz where, for the first time ever, Buzz is like, All right, it's cool, you didn't burn the place down. And then immediately backtracks on it because he's like, Wait, you fucked up my room? What the fuck? Also, Buzz is not a brother. Buzz is like a prison cell inmate. That's where he's headed. Who who names their son Buzz? Somebody that knows that their son's going to end up being a Buzz. Like, hey, Buzz. everything about that guy. Mom, can I have a tarantula? Yeah, because your name is Buzz. Yeah, Go yeah. For it. Knock you would out. have a tarantula. Go you know it. what I do want to own, though? One of these days is a, ch- a, ch- a freaking chest that Buzz had with all of these firecrackers and Playboys. <laughs> Buzz, and- your Dude. girlfriend. Can I make a point? <laughs> can I make a point about that Playboy, though? Did you look at the cover of Playboy? Like, it is the same. Playboy cover. Yeah. Okay. It says like newscasters bear all, and it's just a picture of like a series of headshots yeah, of like newscasters. Like, no nudity. There's no way Playboy, a Playboy bro. magazine ever was like well, that. Not, not, that not thing now. would have sold the least amount of copies yeah. ever. Got a quick question about the tarantula. Do you guys it was, think it was put right next to the highlights magazines? Sorry. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Do you, highlights has a great one. I think I had it. It looked like that. flight attendants weekly in the. Cover. Is that Clifford? Who's that? <laughs> Do you guys think the tarantula was played by the same actor, or they rotated actor Ooh, tarantulas? Oh, that's a great question. 
throughout the You know what? Film. I think there's multiple because one was more lively that was like, I'm going to crawl everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. When the they needed the crawler. Like, they need yeah. the crawler and they need the one that's just going to fucking chill. I wonder, I wonder, yeah, if any of those tarantulas are SAG. It's <laughs> Imagine <laughs> SAG being the guy that's in charge of the tarantulas. What a life you have. You're probably a tarantula. What does your Tinder profile say? I handle bugs. Like, you know, like, I fuck, I fuck with bugs. I got <laughs> spiders. Yeah. You afraid of spiders? <laughs> I'm not. Dang. Closing. Yeah, I fear nothing. A, B, C, baby. Always be closing. Yep. Man, I just anyway, gotta, give it, up. I gotta give it up to Kevin for just the sheer ingenuity. Also, this film only works in an upper class family in a large house. I mean, you can't stage this film in a one bedroom in the Bronx. There's right. so, only so many escape options or right. rooms. Yeah. It makes sense because that's why the robbers are focused on that house because they're like, that's the crown that's jewel the right there. Like, that's that the house has everything we need. So it makes sense that the robbers would keep focusing. If it was a shitty apartment, they wouldn't keep coming back and being like, wait, we got to keep trying to... That was an to... immaculate house. Yeah, it was pristine. Bricks. Two Fuck. theories I want to get in real quick. One, I heard that Peter McAllister is like the Don. <laughs> he's in charge of the mob, which would actually answer a lot of questions about this. Why he's able to afford mob. this house. Why his house tends to be like just kind of like kept off. Like I got a, a hot take. Yeah. I do well, have a hot take. Let's hear it. They're not well off. He's just good with his money. You know why I say that? Because when Kevin sees the garages open, station wagon, like mm. old fucking Lincoln. It's true. You're not true. riding a Woodside fucking station wagon if you're well off. Um, you got a fucking Corvette in there because daddy's got to fucking take a ride on the weekend. Like, give me a break. I dude. would you argue, though, if you were good with your with money, money. Meaning, if you were I smart with your money, money on my station wagon. True. And I will upload on this house. But. Yep. And I got miles to fly the whole entire family to this Paris trip. Yeah. But, you know, he might have done on a some freaking flyer Myers or something. But you wouldn't let an asshat like Uncle Frank get by with the bullshit he does. Like, if you were smart with your money, you would cut that motherfucker Ooh. out long Who's ago. Who's Uncle Frank? Family, Uncle Frank's. Families are you little Sibling. jerk. Is it the mom or the dad? Who's Uncle Frank? You know what? It actually makes more sense if it's the mom's because oh, then sure. he's like, if it was his brother, he'd be like, dude, I'm not fucking bailing you out again. That guy's trying to cheat by on everything. <laughs> he didn't want to pay for the pizza. He didn't even want to pay for the pizza. Like, he was bro. like, oh, I got a, what, was this a 90s reference? Oh, no, wait. That? Actually, he said this is my brother's house. Oh. Oh, he did. You're right. Oh, there wait, we go. We answered the question right there. Oh, just one other I don't know. I super irresponsible. One other super irresponsible adult in that this film was when Kevin's like running down the street and he goes to that little Santa Claus house to go like wish for his family back. Right, remember that? And the elf chick is like, Santa's over there smoking a cigarette by his car, and he goes up and says hi, and he tells this grown adult man, "I want my family back, my mom, my dad, my cousins, my everything." And the guy's like, "Hey, kid, I'm sorry to hear it. Here's some Tic Tacs. Here's some what the fuck is that, dude? Shit. Again, no, another. It's what he had like, to offer. Where is your family, bro? Like, Just zero follow up questions. I'm gonna hop in my old school Honda. I gotta get to real a party. Quick. I got a book. No, I got my shit's not turning. He didn't give a fuck. He wasn't trying to like become an adopted father at that point. You know, he's like, yeah, here's a Tic Tac. That's the best I could offer. Wow, this kid's really neat. Here's some Tic Tacs. Kevin is fuck off. Demonstrated himself to be the most responsible individual in this whole film. I think he's grown by the age of eight beyond the capacity or need for a family, and they're just holding. It him made down. him grow up for a trip to New York. One would say, right? I after I've never seen Home Alone two, so oh, that's gotta be next year. Next and year, we're, we're gonna, gonna watch Home Alone two. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, other theory that I wanted to mention, because I mentioned two, one was the Peter McAllister is the Don, and this one actually makes more sense to me, that Kevin McAllister becomes 
the guy from Saw. And if you look that at how shitty that. that family is to him, if the pizza scene is any indication of what Kevin's life is like on a daily basis, you're getting tortured every day. And there's never even a throwaway line as to why Kevin is so fucking good at throwing these traps together, like, so quick. Like, there's literally one scene, he opens up that whole map, and it's like, dude, it would have taken me a whole day to even, like, come up with that shit. He does it in, like, a minute. Like, the way he's actually able to concoct a whole house of traps, that's an evil genius at work right there. And if you look at the way the guy from Saw is... He would have had to basically had that kind of upbringing. I can see that, yeah, I can see that working for a murder. Yeah, so Kevin ends up being a murderer. I'm glad we ended up with that uh, out of this whole Home Alone discussion. It was inevitable, though. We were going to get there. All right, so here's how I want to do this. We're running long on Home Alone, so I want to make sure at the end of the, uh, our discussion of Home Alone and uh, each movie we discuss that we throw out some C-notes. We've come to a point on the Three Things podcast. I think C-notes deserves a little sound effect just to like make it clear. So... I'm going to throw a little C-note sound effect right there. Okay, thank you very much. Okay, let's run through a couple of these uh, Home Alone notes real quick. Let's do it! First of all, I want to start with that (laughs) TV in the kitchen. What the fuck is that? We've discussed how Peter McAllister is like the Don and he's rich as fuck and his house is like a gorgeous mansion. And yet they have a TV that's the size of like a cantaloupe just supplying all the energy in the kitchen. Did it have a VCR on it though? It... Uh, that was checkmate. Yeah, that was just good living. Okay. Then get a, a TV that's a few more inches than nine inches you know diameter. You had a VCR TV combo. You were fucking rolling. That was good dude. living. Right Not there. only does Kevin use this it to was watch... before DVDs. We yeah. live a good eating shrimp. Like, come on, get a TV that's an actual size. When you're in the kitchen making your meals, you're not. You don't need the best television set, but you need. If something. you're the Don, you do. You if you're Don Peter McAllister, now yeah. you invest in a living room TV. If you're rich, then you got a little something in the kitchen. Bro, it's like the size of a bowling right now, ball. You got to think back then. It had a fucking VCR. It on. had an outlet, all right. Like okay, well then get a better TV. Well, here's the thing. It was a combo. Kevin uses it as the sound device to scare away the robbers and the pizza guy. And how about that sound? But that's the thing. There's no way that TV is gonna have that kind of sound. That's gonna. Wait a second. I'm gonna give you the count of ten. (laughs) And one, you can hear it. Leave it on your yellow. You can hear it around the fucking house, all the way to the front. Exactly. Leave it on the doorstep and get the hell out of here. I love that. Yeah. You feel the animal. By the way, I did some research on that. That's my next note. Okay. Is this a real movie? That's what I wanted to look up. Was that a real movie? Because it feels like it's like an old school gangster movie. So I found out uh, snakes. When snakes. AC said ten percent. That's too bad. AC's not in charge no more. They 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 all did a great job. So uh, I looked it up, and, and when he puts in the VHS, they show it. It says "Angels with Dirty Souls." What a what a title! So it was a playoff and a tribute to a movie that I think it was the director loved that was from the '30s, and it was called "Angels with Dirty Faces." So it wasn't actually like scenes from it, but that was like what inspired the clips that they shot. Can I? Just... But they actually did shoot those scenes themselves, apparently in a library. Can I just say though that "Angels with Dirty Souls" sounds much grittier. way cooler. 
way grittier. Yeah. You got a dirty face. You get a little white pee, white pee, a little noxzema. I'm like, you cool. Keep well, the change, you filthy how you, animal. Yeah, how do you clean your soul? That's such a good... That's one of my favorite parts of that whole. That's such a great movie. scene right there. Oh, and it's Kevin, the sub movie within the movie is my the favorite. The movie within the movie. <laughs> yeah. I I would argue that I think Macaulay Culkin wins over the majority of the fans of that movie the first time around when he mouths keep, keep the, the change, change you filthy, filthy animal. animal. Like that's when you're really like, dude, I like this kid. Wait, I, I, I wait, like this you know what we should do? Let's yeah. all mouth it right now. <laughs> and then he got his own cheese pizza. <laughs> And then he got his own. Okay, wait, that's a note I have too. I've always hated when there's a group of pizzas that come and somebody has to be like, I only do cheese pizza. I'm like, fuck you, take the pepperonis off, you pieces. Talk like him, talk like him, get it out there. I'm like, so, you filthy animal. I'm just like, with the fact that Kevin has to have a cheese pizza, like, why? Pizzas are bomb. What are you, a bitch? You uncultured swine. <laughs> all right greg give throw me a, a mushroom on there you fuck yeah give me a c note what, what's a note you took i don't know on the film i just feel yeah. like moral of the story is you can leave your young children at home for long periods of time as long as it's funny <laughs> that's a great you're gonna make a great father someday that's yeah. a great I look forward to that outlook yeah and i'm with you there's a point when Kevin is first realizing he's home and he goes through all the memories of all the shitty things that his family said when it's like, Kevin, you're a disease and all this. And there's this quick sound clip of Buzz that says, Kevin, I'm going to feed you to my tarantula, wow. which was said at no point in the movie. I made my family disappear. Kevin, you're completely helpless. No, Kevin, you're what the French call les incompetents. Kevin, I'm going to feed you to my tarantula. I don't know if it was a deleted scene they or what. They just there. threw it in there just, just, just to articulate the fact that Buzz like, was a shitty and, person. And uh, take four. <laughs> Buzz, go ahead and hit it. He's like, just like riffing. Yeah. I'm going to feed you to yeah. my tarantula. Which you guys is, listen to Wu-Tang, he's like, I'm going to... I'm gonna like they just like think of what uh, they're gonna say like uh, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna feed you to my tarantula and then uh, Wu-Tang goes then I'm gonna flatten you with a spatula yeah I'm gonna stab you with a rusty screwdriver like it's just like boom 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 Buzz boom 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 and it's not like Buzz didn't have plenty of shitty lines on him in the movie that they could have used for that so it's weird I'm gonna go back to the point that you made earlier about the toothbrush thing. When she's like, hey, Earl, is this toothbrush certified? But if I was Earl right there, and I don't even remember if it was Earl. I just think you said that. I would have been like, what the fuck are you? I what? think it was Herb. Herb? Sorry. I would have been like, I don't fucking, to tell the seven-year-old to buy it or fuck off. Like, Shouldn't I'm not say it on the toothbrush? Or just say yes. Just say yes, it is. Like, Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Like, uh, who cares? He doesn't know what the fuck's that. Like, this is there... toothbrush was made by dentist is there any seven-year-old kid like him that actually exists that is going to ask questions like this and no like because just... they want one that has like super mario on it doesn't do fucking no that's all i needed yeah is yoshi on the side cool i want that i'm not one. hating on super mario though you know no, i want i want that one no. i mean yeah if you're concerned at eight years old about the certifiability of your oral hygiene equipment you're gonna be in saw 
later in your life. <laughs> you're gonna be that kind of guy that likes you're that. Gonna you're gonna kill be inside. You're gonna, if, you're issues. if your family keeps fucking with like this on a daily basis for that much, like yeah, and you have that kind of ingenuity in your mind. Well, to be dude, able he to was set attempting to murder both of these robbers as ready. they were coming in the house. I mean, flamethrowers. Yeah. Ice so many of those things could have absolutely killed those could guys. Have murdered these people, and yeah. I guarantee he would have just had a little. He would have a little, little smile that he gives somebody. Dead when they would have been proud of himself. Yeah. And then the cops wouldn't have cared because no one's responsible. Then I also had how did Kevin clean up the place so quickly? Like he threw tar all very over the good, stairs. very good observation. Race cars ever like he mm. like that place was a shit sty because that was mine. And Mine nobody was, questioned it when it, like the when they only came back. Person that Christine. questioned it was Buzz, because his, his room, room, got, room, fucked room up. got fucked up. So, which is, that was apparently the only room that Kevin didn't bother to actually fix up because yeah. he didn't need to. Buzz was a piece of shit. Uh, and then the last note, and then we'll get off Home Alone. Kevin, way too cocky with his traps as he's going. A lot of those traps were avoidable. But he's literally like, you guys give up or you're thirsty for more. They could have easily been like, okay, now let me step over the tar real quick. Let me avoid, you know, the, oh, this handle's kind of hot. I'm going to not touch it for like five seconds at a time. Or I'm 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 going to not hold the door down under the torch until it looks like a creme brulee. The whole time, yeah, move, bro, move. For like 15 seconds. <laughs> yeah, bro. This hurts. Did we get the shot? Yeah, like, no. Like, get out of there, No, nah, he's way too cocky that all his... Like, at that point, he should be stoked that all of his traps have worked so well. But you shouldn't assume at that point... And they don't. And then at one point, they're like, oh, we outsmarted you. Yeah, so they were in the right to be like, yeah, you're not going to keep getting one-overs. Because they're fucking dumbass... Robbers. They're like, the worst. They're fucking stupid. They were not very smart, but I will say that Marv's womanly screams were always good for a laugh. Oh, good, good. Sure. He nailed yeah. it. Yeah. He got a good... He did a great job. <laughs> they do have good screams. Both of them do, yeah. They got no, good I... screams. They got good little... I, I would <laughs> yeah, argue... You I would argue that Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern are absolutely the two best actors you could have cast in that They're role. I can't think of it. Honestly. I don't think you could have got anybody better to play those roles. And I don't think you could have got anybody better than Macaulay Culkin either. So he did a great well job. done all the way around Home Alone. I would even say Catherine O'Hara. That was her name, right? Uh, Kevin's mom. Milf? No, great. not Catherine O'Hara. But I That's Catherine name. O'Hara. That's Catherine O'Hara? Is her name? Shit's Creek. Oh, that is... I know, I know, I I know that. that. I know that name, I've though. never watched Schitt's Creek. Wait, wait. But I heard Schitt's Creek. Yeah, she's a mom yeah, in Schitt's Creek. she's the mom in Schitt's Creek. But she's the mom in Home Alone, right? She's just a mom. But she's... <laughs> she's a mom in everything. She's she she's was, the mom in Home Alone. She was though, born a mom. Check this out. She's my mom. <laughs> she's... Did you know that? No. You'll find out. Just now. Yeah. She, uh, kind of the perfect mom. So I think that the for this role, because she obviously with her scream and everything, like shows the genuine horror that would overtake a woman realizing she left her kid. Also was able to show the panic and the just overwhelming. Yeah. I need to fucking make this right. I don't care what I need to do. And the compassion of like seeing like I think she, she plays that role perfectly too. So like well cast all around. Home she alone. has this like oh, I'm oh, overwhelmed. Oh, and but i'm a mom so i can handle it vibe perfect like she's yeah. like i got this but i'm overwhelmed but also but like, because i'm a mom i can make this happen 
Yeah. Even though all she needed to do was wait to the next morning to get a flight, and she would have got there at the exact same time, apparently. Because also, that's just all the what rest a of the terribly did. horrible mom she was in this film. She's mom, but she fucking forgot. She forgot her, her kid. But like, I think she does a good job making the point that like how bad she was at that, bringing it up to John Candy. I and still don't know that she. Even yeah. you, the polka king of the kenosha kickers yeah like you haven't even been this shitty of a dad i don't know why he would and he was like yeah what? kind hey, of play my clarinet your son's been home alone Fuck it, yeah play. yeah hair this will make you feel better Hakuna matata <laughs> r.i.p john candy r.i.p rest in peace uncle buck uncle buck also the coach of cool runnings my favorite Olympic movie. That's a great time. film. That great is a film. great that's one, film. That's one we should That's one down. to put under the hat. Hey, hey, right put that on the list right there. We're going to do an episode on Other it. Other people say, you know, you can't believe. Jamaica, we got a bobsled team. We got the one. You can't get too into it, dude. We, we can't got get too into it. The fastest of the fastest of Jamaican sprinters. Stay away from jalapenos. <laughs> that was a freestyle <laughs> and it came out so polished i was like is this a scene I that i don't i thought there's a lyrics that i had not That's heard a song yeah. bro <laughs> oh no it's actually in the movie he talks about justino's jalapenos oh yeah they don't eat seeds you know yeah yeah. <laughs> i just want to say this at seven years old eight years old however kevin is you hate your family you don't want to be around them because they treat you like shit but at the end of the day you're a kid you want presents you want your family you want that you care. do want that. You do, want, you do that. want that. You do want that. As yeah. an adult, if I were 37, 38, I might fucking have a Christmas by myself, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> Buy myself some shit on Amazon every fucking day. It's on my first page of my fucking iPhone. It's Amazon. Next to Maps. <laughs> Think about that it important is. He's that not is. lying. I'm and photos. At... Yeah. All That's the pretty important, important right there. All the important things. That's, That's probably a bad idea. Don't ever put Amazon on your first page. Like, put it on, like, the third nah, page. No, I don't even have it. I Google or don't it. have it. I Google it when I want on Amazon. I'm just saying, Perfect. if you want to tie it all together real quick, as an 8-year-old, I want my family there. Yeah. As a 38-year-old, I want to go to Bermuda. I don't yeah. know. Like, I yeah, want to yeah. go to fucking Jamaica. That's I want necessary. to fucking... I want to be on my own. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That might tie into my favorite movie, which is Christmas Vacation. All right, and that will do it for our Home Alone edition of the Three Things About podcast. Now, I may just go ahead and carve the next portion of that Christmas episode we did two years ago, which was National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation starring Chevy Chase, uh, which we also had a bit of a lengthy discussion about in that episode two years back. So I might just go ahead and carve that one out as well, make a standalone episode for it because I enjoyed the discussion and I think it's a good enough movie that deserves an episode all to its own. So be on the lookout for that. Everybody enjoy the holiday season. Watch your favorite Christmas classics that they re-roll out there every year and be ready to have those debates that everybody's going to want to guild you into about what is your favorite holiday movie and let it happen. It's a good discussion to have. We have a fun time debating it here. But for me, right now, I'm going to go ahead and stick with Home Alone. It's either that or Elf, which I might do in years future. But for now, hope you enjoyed this edition of Three Things About. Be on the lookout for next week's episode. And everybody, have a happy Christmas. That's right. Trying to make happy Christmas happen. Why does Christmas always have to be merry? Can't we just say happy Christmas sometimes? Every other holiday is a happy thing. But I guess now that I think about it, that's what kind of makes it stand apart. All right, then, with that in mind, Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. And we are out of here.